Oh man, Ron, this is some exciting stuff right here. And you know, I used to own these little cars back in the day called Micro Machines. Yep. Uh, but now we get to talk to somebody that has a company about it. Oh my gosh, I totally remember those. I didn't even think about it or put it together until you said it. They're like little cars like that. Oh, wow. smokes. I had like a little Lamborghini. Yeah, yep. totally, man. Uh, I, I, yeah, I can't wait. It was a great conversation. We've gotten to know Jim for, for months now and we're working with him. So uh, I can't wait to have everyone learn about Jim. Yeah. And, and honestly, you know, one of the things that I struggle with and so to, to, for us to be able to have somebody involved uh, to, to help in a way that I know is my weakness, right? Like fine, if you struggle at something, find your who. Yeah. And, and so we found a who. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What do you say? Let's get to it. Have you ever wondered how highly successful entrepreneurs think? So did we. So we asked hundreds of entrepreneurs a very simple question. If they had perfect hindsight, what advice would they give themselves? I am Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool. Join us on our journey implementing and sharing all of our learnings while we hack our hindsight along with our guest hindsight to give us all better foresight. Listen along the way as we find and unlock their secrets that made them successful through hidden traffic, joint ventures, and much, much more. This is Hindsight Hack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to Hindsight Hacking. And today, our special guest, Mr. James Beard. James, he is the founder, creator of Micro Machine Media and uh, X's and O's Game Show. If you don't know what any of that is, we're about to share with you. He definitely helps you take one video and turn it into 35, 40 different pieces of content. And James, we are so lucky to have you here and so lucky to be working with you here soon. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Yeah, I'm really excited to be working with your brand and to help you have a little omnipresence in your niche. Uh, get your name out there in a big way, essentially give you all the little content salespeople working for you around the clock forever. Forever. Oh my gosh. No, this is, this is a, a unique thing. You know, obviously uh, we've been on your show, so it was kind of flipped on the other side. So this is kind of fun. Uh, but for the people that don't know who you are, can you take a couple minutes and just give a quick little backstory and all about James? Absolutely. Uh, I got into content creation probably about 15 years ago. I uh, went to college for creative studies in Western Michigan University and studied uh, CG animation, actually. So that's where I got my start in this world is doing marketing for automotive companies like General Motors, Volkswagen, Tesla, Rivian, um, I mean, FCA. Uh, and I just got to the point where it got not so challenging anymore and wanted to try and do what we do for those big brands, but for entrepreneurs and marketers instead, put that spotlight on them and into things that I believe in. And so that's what kind of started micro machine media. And especially when COVID started, I was looking for something to publish. And I was protesting against a podcast <laughs> because I was just like, I, I'm not familiar enough with podcasting 
and I want to go weird with it because I have a slightly off kilter personality and somehow arrived at a game show and the game show that I thought would showcase entrepreneurs and marketers the best would be Hollywood squares. One of my favorites and Gilbert Gottfried is my favorite because he lied every single time. Yes. But uh, I didn't know what I was doing. So I just delved down the YouTube uh, tunnel and started asking questions to my friends and my colleagues and eventually found something that kind of worked and it still kind of works. <laughs> Every week. It it's, a, it's a lot of fun and people keep coming back and yeah. uh, we keep getting really big names that are, are having a great time on it. And it just, it gives me a lot of energy knowing that the contestants are getting assistance in a time that is really a, a crappy time for a lot of people. And they're catching not just a little break, but I mean like eight to $10,000 worth of business help to potentially change their lives in the business. And that's something I take a lot of pride in. And that the experts that come on, they, uh, they end up forming a lot of JVs out of it. Sometimes they get clients out of it um, and just new relationships or they are able to learn about a skill that they were lacking in before. And uh, I just, I love that so much. And uh, I've even gotten a couple clients out of it myself as far as the experts. But I love that the focus first is on helping people. And that means a lot to me. Well, I'm sorry to say you're not going to get any prizes for being on our show today, <laughs> even though we've got the prizes. <laughs> <in the> wire. <laughs> um, all right. So tell us, you've got um, the, the last, like, I don't know, year, couple years, like how long is, have you really been working with Micro Machine Media? And walk us through that, that kind of the first year of, of, trials and tribulations and the winds and the, and the downs and the, you know, peaks and the valleys, right? Like walk us through a little bit of that first year. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, uh, my first client was uh, Jamie Atkinson actually. And he took a chance on me and I'm forever thankful to him for doing that. And I was just creating, um, uh, meme style videos and some imagery for him um, and it was just a really crazy experience you know I was able to kind of fail fast and he allowed me that space so I really appreciate that and from that point I just kind of started starting conversations and forming relationships on a messenger and I have never been a very salesy person, so I like to do always relationship first. And if the conversation goes that way, then we talk about it. If not, then you definitely got a friend in me. And if you ever have any questions, you can feel free to ask. And uh, it's treated me pretty well. Uh, all through that time, I still have my day job. And uh, it was definitely a struggle. And especially with work-life balance, with uh, having a family, it's, it's a really it's really hard to kind of juggle all that and make some kind of sense of it to where you're not just spending all your time working. And I'm very guilty of that as far as putting too much in and not giving enough to my family as well. And you justify it to yourself, right? You say, well, when I get to X marker, then I'll be able to give them all the time. 
Yep. And uh, that's that's a falsity. That's a dream. Yeah. Because as you scale and grow, so do your problems. So does your reach, your impact, and other things end up taking up your time. So work-life balance is important now. And I'm still struggling with it, to be perfectly honest with you. But uh, forming those relationships and spending that time with people and sometimes jumping on calls for hour, two hours, letting them know that creating content doesn't have to be so hard and so time consuming. And it's one of the things that does end up taking entrepreneurs and marketers and making them work in their business instead of on their business. And it's, it's easy to go down a rabbit hole, right, with content especially because you don't know what to make that day. So you sit down, you get distracted, maybe you go work on another task, you come back to it, okay, what are we gonna do today? Maybe I'll reside on this topic. Okay, what do I wanna talk about around that topic? Okay, you go down that rabbit hole. Three, four hours can pass by at this point of just thinking about making content while also getting other things done and making your client calls and sending out your emails and forming those relationships like I talked about. And now, let's say you've landed on a topic. You get in front of the camera, Lighting's not right. Sound's not right. Maybe the coloring is not right. Maybe your messaging's not right. Three, four hours can pass by from that point now. So now it can get so discouraging that you just say, you know what, forget it. I'm just going to re revisit this tomorrow. And so on and so on and so on. And it's, it's cyclical like that. And you can get out a couple pieces of content here and there, but they are hard fought. So instead of that, we take the stance, we come from the, the college of Peng June, Marley Jacks, Gary Vaynerchuk, and Steven Larson. And what they focus on together collectively is batching your content, pre-scripting your content, and finding shortcuts to get you to the point to where you can just film. And then taking that filmed content, adding captions, adding branding, and repurposing it out across all of your platforms in an automated way. So that way, it doesn't affect your day. You know that all your content is on brand. It's contributing to keyword research, hashtag research that you can rank for. And it's content that your people actually want. And it's batch created, and then as you go along, it's already scheduled and has copywriting for the social posts. So all you have to be concerned with is where and when your content is going live so you can be there to talk to your people. And that is the heart of, of Micro Machine Media, is to automate that process for you so that you can work on those relationships and working on your business. Absolutely. I think that's what... Like one, seems like you're in my closet, like stalking me. So it's creepy. Yeah, but, that's where I'm filming this from. <laughs> right, and, and Corey's <laughs> nodding because he knows. Like we've been, we've been playing the show. We got to get, you know, we we manage other people's social stuff. Yet, the the person that suffers the most is our own because one, mm -hmm. we just don't get paid to do it, so it falls to the end. It's the, we just don't do it. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I have all the programs to do it. I just don't do it, right? 
Um, but what I definitely want to talk about, so everyone kind of understands something you mentioned, was batching content, mm-hmm. right? So for the listeners that don't understand what that is, can you kind of just explain what that is and how well, it's absolutely. Um, and I'll give you a cool, uh, cool tip for that as well. Uh, so you do your keyword and your hashtag research, and that gives you titles, titles of videos. Now you can take those titles and you can take them any which way that fits within your brand and your messaging and your people. So let's say that Ron and Corey, you guys rank for um, how to make graphics for my social post, just as an example. And obviously you guys do amazing graphics and you guys do incredibly engaging videos that are unique and very different. And they catch people's attention in a very big way. So that would be perfect for you guys. So now, okay, you have the title, but even then, you can still take that in probably six different ways as far as what the content of that video actually is. And so that's good. What you do is you write down the six different versions of that video, and you keep five of them off to the side. And then one of them, you just pick up your phone. And you can film yourself doing it just like I'm doing here. And you mumble, bumble your way through it. It doesn't matter what you look like. And then you send that to a clipscribe.com or a rev.com. They transcribe it for you. And then you take that text and you give it to a professional copywriter to make into a script. So now you take that script and you run it through a teleprompter app and you repeat this process neighborhood of 26 times and that gets you to six months of content so now you have six months of content 26 videos completely scripted out ready to go and all you have to do is break up the filming of that over a weekend however much you can handle traditionally people start to fizzle out around like six or so videos and they say you know what i've had enough for today So then you just break it down. You do the math. Well, you know, how many days am I going to need to get all this done? You know, four or five days. So you can even do it over two weekends, but you're done for six months. And you know that that content is targeted. You know that content plays to your audience and your market. It's what they want, they need, they're searching for. And it's created and ready to rip. So now you hand that off to a VA-based team or you hand it off to an agency that handles it for you. And what they then do is make sure that it goes across all your platforms in the form of teaser videos, quote cards, um, cheat sheets, uh, meme style, um, uh, micro videos, uh, Instagram stories, Facebook stories, beautiful thing about YouTube is it's a search engine. So we always start there uh, because that can be found for years to come from the search and uh, from the keywords and then also LinkedIn and all of that content needs to have a purpose and a strategy that's critical. And that strategy, um, whether that be to go to a group, whether that be to uh, schedule a call, a strategy session, um, to send you uh, get on your messenger uh, chat bot or any number of things, but it should only do one thing at any given time. It should have one purpose. 
because otherwise it gets clouded. You know, uh, Dan Henry is talking uh, recently a lot about the circle of focus. Have you guys, are you guys familiar with this? Yep. So the circle of focus essentially breaks down to uh, you take all the actions in your, in your business and you put them into essentially a, a circle and you break it into pizza slices. If it does look like a pizza, you're messing up. You need to scale back. So what we do is we just focus on one thing and one thing only. If that changes in a quarter, that's fine. But still, at any given time, it should only serve one function. And uh, that's the successful recipe that we have found. And uh, it's the one that we teach. And it's also the one that we provide to our clients. All right. I have two, two questions surrounding everything you just said. One is for the beginner, right? Like you talked about uh, the hashtagging and the research. Like someone like myself, before getting to the batch, batching content, I would never even have known that I needed to go research. Like what is a hashtag, right? Like explain a little bit on how, like how the process of researching and what you, know, what you would kind of do for that. And then on the other side, when you do six months of content, what are your thoughts on the whole live videos, right? Like there's so many things, go live, go live, go live. What are your, what's your thoughts and feedback on, on that side of it? So uh, one, the hashtag, the research pre-batching and then post on the whole live aspect. Sure. Uh, so for uh, keyword research, uh, one of the big things you can do that's a super easy hack is to just type in some of the things revolving around your business. So like I said with you guys, you know, creating graphics. So you enter in how to create graphics into Google and Google's amazing. It lets you know, hey, people that were searching for this were also searching for these things before you hit enter. Did you mean these other items? And so then what you can do is go into Google Trends with those extra items and see the search volume. So you want to go in there and make sure that a lot of people are searching for it and that they want it and that it, you want to make sure that the search volume is such that it's not, it's not completely drained of, of worth. When I say that, I mean that it's not overused already. So you want a search volume that is healthy, but also not, um, not excessive. Because then, you, obviously, there's a lot of competition for that, and uh, you'll have to sift through a lot of eyeballs, essentially, to get to your desired clients and to get their attention. Uh, Jim Edwards actually came out with a new software that's really, really doing a pretty good job. We, we don't use it exclusively, but it, it gives you a really good foundation, a hashtag scraper. Uh, I have no affiliation or anything like that with Jim Edwards, but I just think it's a, it's a pretty solid product that he has and it's really reasonably priced. So something worth the checking out. Um, but, and then also hashtags, what hashtags do is they say, this group of people is talking about this topic. So in that topic, you can rank. So essentially like hashtag um, social graphics maybe a, a good hashtag. So you go in there and if it's got, if you have, let's say a thousand fans and this hashtag has 
200,000, 300,000 people in there, that wouldn't be a good hashtag for you to approach. You want to always be taking a leveraging your position and leveraging other people's slightly higher position. And then once you rank within that hashtag, you then bump up. So within that hashtag, you can see other related hashtags. And then you'll find one that's, like I said in the example of a thousand fans, you'll find someone that maybe has three, four, five thousand. You want to keep it kind of tight in that range. And you can then go ahead and try and rank your content in that smaller pool. But if you go right into the big pool and you're like, oh, I want to go after the person that has the, or this hashtag that has a million uh, followers, you get buried. You never get seen. So you want to just kind of inch your way up the ladder. And uh, like I said, Jim Edwards product does a really good job of kind of doing those comparisons, but I would still recommend just doing the manual work of going through your personal keyword that you like and then plugging it in and finding hashtags based around that that match up with people that are just slightly ahead of you. And then once you rank in there, then you bump up a little bit more and you bump up a little bit more. You always keep just reaching up to the next rung of the ladder. You don't want to reach to the very top. Going live is still really, really important. And you can also, with your lives, push your content that is coming out. So as an example, you ever heard of the term priming a post? Yes. Yes. I'll explain it so, for people. Just because just we know there's a lot of people that probably have no idea what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Priming a post is essentially when you have a post that's ready to go out, you get on and you start engaging with your fans. You go on their content, you leave comments, you add value, and you, you essentially get people turned on to the fact that you're being active at that current time. And Facebook likes that. So obviously they're going to, their algorithm is then going to give you a little bit of a bump out to a slightly wider, a wider audience considering that you're doing exactly what Facebook wants you to do, which is engage, talk. Uh, give likes and hearts and uh, watch, you know, the entire video and give value. Uh, as long as you do that, Facebook will reward you. So the, the next piece of content you have coming out will reap the benefits of that. And it's essentially priming your post. So you're priming that, uh, that drop that's coming so that you can get as many eyeballs on it as possible in a very efficient manner. Um, as far as your lives go, your lives can be used to either prime that post or give a reflection on the week's content. And if you're doing your trainings, uh, you can also have that live video, that live training be brought down and added into your micro content um, for maybe the next week. So maybe at the end of that content, you can give a call to action saying what's going to be going live the next week to start getting people excited for it and anticipating that. Do you recommend going live on a consistent pattern, like once a week, every other day, every other day? I would day? not, I don't see the benefit personally from my own viewpoint and my experience of going live every day. I think once a week is excellent if you can do it, and if you make really well thought out, um, very well produced content, 
and you know maybe you have to involve others or there's other people coming in as experts you can get away with once a month hmm. but uh, i think a cadence especially in the marketing niche weekly is a really good spot to be i love that you brought up the the leveling up pieces it's very similar to Corey and i's uh, course around the now 22 helping everybody win together and just going you know to that level level up that level level up and always just, leveraging yeah yeah absolutely all right so i gotta ask one question i want to ask one more question on the past and before we start talking in the future here um so thanks for the little bit of education you've been giving us right now so really appreciate that but uh all right you know our show hindsight hacking hindsight's 2020 we got to ask everyone if you had the ability to go back in time, knowing uh, what you know now with the, the hindsight ability, could you go back to a younger version of yourself and give a little advice? What advice would you give? When would you go back? I would choose probably when I was 28 and I would tell myself to save up for six months and focus take that time and just focus because i had a lot of issue with just picking a thing to be known for and to be good at and to help people with and uh that i think was a, a really big deterrent for me moving forward in any kind of way and i notice even now the more i focus the more impact I'm able to give people, the more time I'm going to give people, and the more receptive they are to me as an expert in my field and as someone that genuinely wants to help them. Because without focus, and it, you'll, you'll notice that a, a lot of really high-end CEOs, they'll always notate focus. And that when they actually got down to a focus is when they started noticing massive growth. And uh, Russell mentions it all the time, and everyone I look up to has mentioned it in some way at some point in time that focus is so critical. And I think that that is absolutely true. So I would tell 28-year-old Jim, listen, you little jerk, cut it out and just focus. Pick a, pick a thing that you know you're good at, Take it to a mastery level if you haven't already and just start offering it to people. Offer it for free. You know, when you're starting out, you know, no one knows what your capabilities are. You just drop it in a, in a group, you know, like ClickFunnels Avengers. ClickFunnels is amazing. Obviously, like a hindsight group is amazing. You just go into a group and say, listen, I do this thing. Would anyone be willing to give me a case study? You can be perfectly honest, as I want you to be honest, about your experience with me so I can be a better person in my field. And I would be honored if you would give me a testimonial thereafter. Um, that's it. You know, you do three or four of those and then you start your leveraging. You leverage those relationships and those testimonials to then get paid work. And it's, you're on the lower end because you're not known. And then you leverage that paid work to get higher paid work. And maybe you come up with a course or maybe you stick to services. But either way, you're off to the races at that point. The hardest part is getting started. Uh, I love everything you just said. I think it's kind of speaking to 
to Corey and I. Um, all right, so we kind of focused on past stuff, right? So now let's talk about what you're doing now. You know, we got something sizzling, I have a feeling, that you're working on for people, yes, right? Yes, so, so why don't you tell everyone, what is, what is Jim up to now? Well, we got the X's Nose Game Show, which is every Saturday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. And uh, we have our 14th episode coming up this, uh, this weekend. Uh, I think by the time this airs, we'll be approaching our 15th episode, which is even crazier to say. <laughs> um, it's, it's nuts. I, I joke around with people that it's like I have nine experts on each show, so nine times 12 is what, yep. 108? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like I've done 108 podcasts. Yep. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy. But it's a blast. If people have not checked it out, like you got to watch it. It's a blast. It is, and it's so much fun to, to work on, too. And it, the relationships that have come from it are ones that I think will last a lifetime, and I, I hope they do, truly. Um, and the Micro Machine, we have a uh, promotion going on right now, which I'm really excited about, for creating sizzle videos for people. Uh, so the, there's a thing that bothered me early on when I was working is people would be like, hey, can you send me some of your work? I want to see some of your examples. Right. Essentially saying, I want to see if you're as good as you say you are. Right. Prove it. Prove it. Yeah, exactly, which I totally respect. And so what would I do? I'd send them links to our Google Drive, or I'd send them an email with a bunch of stills, or I'd send them to a YouTube to go down that rabbit hole. Essentially, I gave them work to do. Yeah. Here, you go peruse through this, and you let me know if I'm worth your time. So I was like, you know, there's got to be something cooler to do than this in an easier way to where if I'm on a phone call with a prospective client that I can solve that objection. Because essentially that's what it is. It's an objection. So on the call, what would happen if I literally sent them on the call a minute sizzle video of all my best work and essentially squash that question altogether? by impressing them with this, this piece of work. So it's, okay, yeah, absolutely. I just sent it over to you. Why don't you just take a minute, uh, put me on, I'll put myself on mute and you can go ahead and watch this one minute video. They come back on the line, oh my God, this is awesome. Yes, let's work together. Or this is exactly what I'm looking for. Or in some cases, you know what? I don't think this is my style. I don't think this is what I'm looking for. Awesome, also very valuable yeah. because Maybe we're just not a good fit. And that tells me immediately. So what it did is it, it cut down on the sale time, the time it took to close the sale, the sales cycle, because on the phone, I could handle that objection right away. And so now we're wanting to create those for other people. And essentially what they are is if you've ever seen Funnel Hacking Live, like what they walk out to, the video, the, the, like the highlights of, of the person, it's a lot like that. It's high energy, fast cuts. It shows off your best work and puts your most professional best self forward. Um, imagine it like the best resume you could ever have. And it's something that we used to create for ourselves as artists in my industry of uh, computer graphics. That was how we got jobs. They didn't care where you went to school. They didn't care about your credentials 
or even in most cases where you worked last. They wanted to see your demo reel. Same thing as a sizzle video, is it's the best of the best of what you can contribute, what you bring to the table. And that would be the very first thing they do. They sit you down, they pop in the CD, and they play your demo reel. Then, if they were enticed enough, they would look at your resume and ask questions from that point forward. But you had to get past that hurdle first. So I just thought it would be so cool if entrepreneurs and marketers could have this tool to utilize to do the same exact function. So awesome. And uh, so I have one more question, a little bit off topic. So you've, you've been in the game for a little bit. You've, uh, you've had the chance to bring on 108 crazy people to your show. Uh, I'm sure you've done a couple of more of these uh, like this. And uh, along that journey, I know you've met so many great people. Uh, so just in terms of some of the people that have truly made it, some of the people that have, have truly made an impact in, in this world that we are living in, tell us, like, who's kind of been one person that you've really looked up to uh, because of a how they treated you when you met and B just how they are in real life like you know whether it's just being humble or just being giving like whatever their situation is like tell me who's who's been that impactful person for you right right off the rip I would say Marley Jacks has been just a tremendous supporter of mine and it's it's incredible she's so giving with her time and so absolutely generous and uh uh, it's just amazing what the lengths that she'll go to, to, to make sure that you feel like you're a valuable person. And that also if you, she believes in something you're doing, she will make it known. And I just truly appreciate that because a lot of people will shy away from that, which she did not. And I just, I really, really want to thank her for doing that. And uh, Heather Murphy is a tremendous person that I met through doing the show. And I can't do that show without her. She is incredible. I mean, I could sure you can imagine putting 12 people on a call on a Saturday evening is no small task because the life happens <laughs> and some people don't tell you until literally the show's about to go live that they can make the show. Yeah, no show of hands. <laughs> And I mean, just life happens, life pops up. And so when you multiply that by 12, it is a production just juggernaut. Yeah. And Heather handles all that with stride and, uh, and people love her for it. She does an amazing job and, and she's amazing in her own business uh, with the uh, Evergreen Entrepreneur. I don't know if you guys have checked that out, but she's got some amazing content on there. And she's, uh, she's very well known as being someone that can just take your chaos and make it make sense. Um, and to you guys, to be perfectly honest, Ron and Corey, you guys have been really big supporters of the show. You guys have both been on respectively, I think, what, three times? And each time you're on, you're amazing personalities. You guys just give insane value. And, uh, you know, working with you guys on some of the Anycast stuff, which is essentially making shows for other people's groups and pages, has been an amazing experience. And to be able to utilize the video work and graphics work that you guys do that has been getting so much attention everywhere, um, and to have that 
in our toolkit to be able to provide edutainment essentially for pages and groups yeah. is, uh, is critical. You know, it's something that couldn't happen without you guys. And uh, you guys have both been very, very giving and generous with your time. And I, I do truly appreciate that. Oh, likewise, man. It's been a, it's been a blast working with you and we're looking forward to what's, what's the rest of the year look like. So we're excited about that. Um, where can people connect with you and get involved um, if they are an export want to get on the show, we'll make sure they have the link, but if they're looking for content and they need help with content because they're like Corey and I, they want to do it. They understand the importance of doing it. They kind of do it, but they're not really doing it. Like where do they find you? How do they get started with you? Well, I'll give you guys a link to have uh, below, but it, essentially we're starting up a group called the Omnipresent Army. Nice. And uh, we're just going to teach you everything that we know literally about our process and uh, different tips and tricks, but more importantly, strategy. And I think so much of that is missing from people's content because they do the spray and pray approach. And it just never works when you put out that much content without having a directive behind all of it. Yeah. It ends up becoming clouded. And we're in an industry to where clarity is, is absolutely crucial. So I'm just, uh, I want to jump in there. Uh, I'm aiming for twice a week, uh, lives every week, and we'll ask the group what they want to learn. But initially what we're going to be going through is how to batch six months of content, how to get over yourself on camera, and also how to um, script, script your batching, and how to hire VAs to take some of that pressure off of you and to have amazing experts uh, ready and willing to work for you. And you just got to make sure it's really crucial with VAs that you understand that it's not like a set it and forget it. They need a lot of training and they need a lot of attention. And if you go in assuming this person is a rock star and they're just going to make me look amazing, you will be let down. And it's not because of lack of experience or lack of expertise on their behalf. It's just think of yourself being put in that position. If, yeah. if someone comes up to you and they say, listen, I want you to make me 30 pieces of content a month and I want you to make me look awesome. And my colors are red and black and you come out with your content and they go, well, what is this? And you go, well, that's, that's uh, based on the information you gave me. This is what I gave you. So if you didn't give me more information, I apologize. But this is what I came up with, with the information given to me. And that's all you can expect. You get out what you put in. Love it. Well, I, I definitely wasn't expecting that you to compliment us when I was asking you that question. Uh, but it's funny you complimented Marley because that's two shows, two days in a row that Ron and I have been on camera when somebody had talked yeah. about her name. So it's kind of funny. Um, but no, Jim, it's been a blast. I can't wait to see. I hate social media. I hate doing it myself. I, I love so many other things, but not that. And so like, I am so excited to- You post to, something, I'm like, that's not on brand. 
(laughs) (laughs) I get it. I get the nerve to actually go do it. And then Ron's like, where's the branding? I'm like, Oh, I hate you. Yep. I'll do it tomorrow. Six (laughs) months later of I'll do it tomorrow. And, uh, anyway, so this is, it's going to be a blast. Um, we're going to get any cast off the ground. We're going to do some more X's and O's. Like there's so many awesome things. And any cast is so exciting too, because it's so different. Yeah. And I think that, you know, obviously groups during COVID have taken off. Yeah. Uh, Facebook favors them in the algorithm and they want to encourage more usage of groups because that's get people gathering around a common interest. And that's at the forefront and heart of Facebook right now, especially. Uh, so the problem with groups is that either they're not as engaged as you need them to be. Uh, the percentages of engagement can be as low as, you know, two to three percent, even lower sometimes. And that's pretty common. Um, so now what if you introduce TV formatted shows, but on Facebook? And what has happened in my experience, at least with X's and O's, is that you stand out. It's a scroll stopper. And it's fun. And it's, it's something that's easy to forget, is that people are not going on Facebook to be sold. People are going on Facebook to fart around and, and see what's going on with their friends and family and you know get some information maybe, but mostly just to be a normal person. So what's normal for us? What do we consume on a nightly basis? Entertainment. Mm-hmm. So why not play to that? And now instead of just strictly entertainment, you know, I, I love the term edutainment. And uh, I was definitely not the one to coin that, but I do love the, love the term. Own it. And so you give edge. What's that? Own it. Oh, I'm going to own it? All right. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> I found it. I found it on Google, so therefore it's mine. Right. <laughs> but uh, education linked with entertainment, I think, is just, it makes a bitter pill easier to swallow. Yeah. And it's shareable and it's engaging. And I think that it's got a bright, bright future, uh, not only on Facebook, but on Instagram as well. Love it. Well, Jim, thank you so much for taking the time. We appreciate you coming on and uh, look forward to being on X's and O's again. Yes, sirs. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Woo. All right. Everybody excited? We are gonna be showing you some awesome stuff directly from Micro Machine Media coming soon. Yeah, guys, uh, make sure you follow us, like our personal pages too. So it's at CoreE22 and at OurCoolJr. Um, or you can just go to follow.cool or CoreECarter.com and check it all out. We'll have all the links, but follow us. You'll see what they're doing. You'll actually understand their content. They're going to show that and showcase it. Um, but as always, I want to talk about the two takeaways that I had from the show. Number one is batching content. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't get as daunting as people try to make it. If you block out three hours, nail everything out, and then you're good for six months. Like it's just, you don't have to worry about it. So that's, that's number one. And number two, three, four, five, six, and seven is focus. <laughs> okay. Focus, 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 and focus. 
gosh, man, I struggle with this one. Corey knows. Uh, he, he slaps me around every once in a while. Um, but focusing's hard, uh, especially um, in, in this time where this is happening, this is happening, this is happening. But if you focus, I promise you will get the results you're trying to achieve in your business. Absolutely. Such, such good feedback and advice from Jim and from you. And, and, and honestly, like to, to those that were list, are listening, if they heard any of the stuff about batching, like if you're a rookie, if you're struggling, if you're uh, needing some help to get things down, if, if you're somebody that just is too busy and you can't focus because you're trying to get social content, like Micro Machine Media is a place that can help you get that. And, uh, you know, I know I needed something like them. And, uh, you know, they, they, they such professionals, uh, a team of people. It's not just Jim, it's his team, right? So you're not just uh, going through him and making sure, you know, if you're a woman that he's going to try to speak like you. No, it's a team of people to take something off your hands so you can focus. Focus. Okay. All right, everyone. Uh, thanks again. You can follow us, Corey E. Uh, 22 or uh, R. Cole Jr. And uh, definitely uh, thanks for being here. And guys, thank you for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community. <laughs>